Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive & June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive & June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. And not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Where we are today, this stress epidemic, Five years from now, it's going to be much, much worse. It's not just going to go away. Silence or calm is an integral part of a busy, successful life. So let's talk about how meditation can help me with my creativity, Great. helping to activate that <clears throat> innovation center. Great. Right behind your forehead is something called the prefrontal cortex. That's your frontal lobes. That's your executive functioning. That's the CEO of your brain. And that is the part of your brain that gets things done. Hello, everyone. This is Imran Ahmed, founder and CEO of the Business of Fashion. Welcome to Inside Fashion on the BOF podcast. We're probably catching many of you on the road this week uh, as we're right in the middle of Fashion Week. It's been a busy and stressful month for many of us traveling around the world, trying to stay on top of everything that's happening at the shows while also keeping on top of all the work that's happening back in the office. So what better opportunity than to speak to someone like Bob Roth? Bob is one of the world's most recognized meditation teachers. He's taught everyone from Oprah Winfrey and Hugh Jackman to people in the fashion industry like Carly Kloss, Stella McCartney, and Giselle. And one of Bob's main beliefs is that actually finding strength in stillness can be 
something that gets us to be more creative and more innovative, something that all of us need in our day-to-day -day work in the fashion industry. Bob uh, came and spoke to us at the BOF headquarters this week, and I'm really pleased to share this conversation with you because it's an important opportunity to learn about how we can all be more productive in our day-to-day -day work. And don't forget to subscribe to the Business of Fashion podcast on your favorite podcasting platform and share these important messages with your friends. So without further ado, here's Bob Roth, Inside Fashion. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. Nice to be here with you. Nice to have you here. Welcome to snowy London. I haven't been able to say that in, mm, I don't know, maybe 10 years, but it, it's like Canada out there. The beast from the east has hit. Yes, and you're the beast from the west, I guess. <laughs> I guess. And you've been here in London this week talking to people about your new book, Strength in Stillness, The Power of Transcendental Meditation. Yes, I have. I have, have you had a good week? It has been a very good week. I mean, the whole attitude in the UK towards meditation has sure shifted from even a few years ago. Really? Yeah, there's much more receptivity, openness. There's less of a, oh, that's woo-woo-ville, and more like, oh, I could use some of that. I don't know if I could ever do it, they think, but I could use some. Meditation is now equated with, oh, equilibrium, equanimity, focus, clarity, rather than... Eh. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's such a pleasure to have you here because as you, I think you might know, meditation has played a big part in my own personal journey. And I love talking about meditation just because, as you just said, you know, even though there's wider acceptance of meditation in the world, um, there's still a lot of misunderstanding and misconception about what meditation is, why it's helpful, um, and, and what people can do to integrate meditation into their lives. So I just wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about that with you. It's always wonderful to spend time with you. You're great. Well, thank you. Um, thank you for that, Bob. So first, there's this, there's this phrase in your book um, called and you call it an epidemic of stress. Can you talk about what you see as, as the, the kind of causes of the epidemic of stress? We see the manifestations, sleeplessness, you know, inability to sleep, inability to digest food. We self-medicate through, because of stress. We have all these different disorders, you know, um, heart disorders, bipolar disorder, learning disorders, as I sleep disorders. Causes? Well, when I talk to <clears throat> doctors, special, stress specialists, they say um, that we don't shut down. The human being needs some pacing, you know, rest and activity, night and day, spring, you know, summer, fall, winter. We just have full on go 24-7 and it is destroying us. And that too much demand from the outside, too many pressures, too much demand on the outside overwhelms the brain, overwhelms the nervous system, so we have an epidemic of, of stress and even trauma now. It's not just stress, but the buildup of too much stress, acute stress, can turn to trauma, which is much, far more dangerous. So the post-traumatic stress that we were ascribing to veterans coming back from combat, now a lot of people are suffering from that, overreacting to situations, um, nightmares. It, we're moving, the trajectory we're on is not a healthy one. And what role do you think technology has played in this epidemic of stress because part of the reason I think people feel like they always need to be on 
is because of these little gadgets that we have attached to our hands all the time. What's now. your experience here? What you're doing? I mean, how would, what role do you think technology has played? Maybe not in yourself, but the people around you in in fueling that epidemic of stress. Yeah, I think you know, it's something I think every company, including our own, struggles with is that people. You know, there was once upon a time when you'd leave the office and you'd go home. You had a weekend. You had a weekend. You yeah. could connect with your, um, you, you know, your family and friends, and you could you could be present in the in the moment with them. And now, you go home in the evenings or on the weekend, and there's notifications and you know alerts and you know Slack messages and you know text messages and emails that come from your colleagues, and I think people feel sometimes compelled to answer. Now, we, we're in the 24-hour-a-day news business, too, in a global industry, so you know there is some rationale behind our being on all the time, but yeah, it's something that I think we struggle with and lots of companies struggle with because you know there's a constant, you know, in, insatiable... And, and that buildup of stress, that's what actually... I was thinking about your industry. Well, first, fashion industry, but also business of fashion, and that is you have to uh, navigate change. But the change is not navigate. You have to success, be successful in a, in, a, in a changing environment. And for that, you need resilience. I mean, I'm telling you, which is my observation. But you also need innovation. And stress kills both. Stress kills resilience, and stress kills innovation. And I think that's why there's so much interest in meditation these days is because properly understood and practiced it does reduce stress and it does wake up what they call the imagination or innovation centers in the brain there's an actual innovation center in the brain or imagination center in the brain which is a network and nothing else does that there's no pill you can, coffee doesn't do it i mean we all drink coffee but relying on coffee as a sustainable tool for fueling creativity that ain't gonna work and alcohol doesn't do it, and sleeping pills, all these different things doesn't do it. And the one thing that seems to do it is meditation. That's really interesting. So you, you mentioned the fashion industry. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I remember when I spoke, and I just heard the sort of the, the condition, the state of the fashion industry when I was at the, your, that and wonderful voices. weekend. Yeah. yeah, that was amazing to have you there. And one of the reasons I, I wanted you to come is that we have all of these challenges in our industry around change and innovation and technology. And so much of the focus on kind of improving the condition or situation our industry has been focused on kind of industry level interventions, changing the way we make clothes, changing the way we show clothes, you know, using technology better. But I fundamentally believe that actually what we're going through is similar to things that people in lots of industries are going through, which is actually you know, in order to manage the digital onslaught, the kind of always on 24 hours a day, we need to also learn how to manage ourselves mm. better. Can you talk to me a little bit about, you know, you've, you've been working with lots of people in fashion. So like amazing in your book, there's like all these amazing people like, you know, Michael J. Fox and uh, Oprah Winfrey. But you've also, you know, worked with people like Carly Kloss and Giselle and, Giselle and, and other Stella. people. So yeah. how, what are your observations on how um, we can, you know, as an industry, think about um, using meditation. What have you learned from? Well, some your of these industry. Uh, you made you made an interesting point. Then I'll come back to that. And mm -hmm. that is the um, 
every industry, even let's go back to schools. Okay, so they have this big problem. We work in inner city schools, so we do pro bono work to, to help. Okay, so they say, well, you just need to have more computers, and you need to have a, a, a better student-teacher ratio, and you need to have a, um, you know, this way to, to, to books or new buildings. Yeah, but what are they doing for the child, the learner, to prepare that child to learn? That child, and it doesn't have to be in an under-resourced school, it can be from a wealthy family. That child comes to, comes to school stressed. Now they're supposed to study algebra? This stuff's supposed to remember, you know, history, 1066. It's, it's an irrelevancy. So it, even in education, they're looking, what do we do for the individual? And so transcendental meditation is increasingly, increasingly being used because it develops what's called learning readiness. Culturing the brain so that the, the child is awake and ready to learn. So in your industry, and in financial services, and in media, your industry also, so much change. It's now our ability to navigate that change. <clears throat> and it's not just that person has went to the best school and got the best degree, but now they're coming to work. What's going on at their home? What's going on in their life? Are they drinking too much? Are they, you know, how are they managing their stress? So ultimately, none of this works on the outside without giving the person the tools on the inside to manage that, to handle that. So I think in the fashion industry, and I'm going to get back to your statement, but in the fashion industry, in the financial services industry, in the music industry, film industry, where is it not? In, particularly in the artistic world, where is it not? There's so many changes and ultimately you can't uh, doctor or manipulate the external to control it. Sure. So the people like Carly Kloss or Giselle or any number of these. Or Stella, Stella, we were here yeah, with the Stella, yeah. and from a whole range um, of um, designers. What they tell me, one of the things they tell me is they say, you know, Bob, it's very difficult to get to the top, but it's a million times more difficult to stay there. And you look at the really the icon, a lot of the iconic designers, who or even musicians, who've been at the top a long time. Meditation is part of their routine because, again, navigating change and now the stakes are even higher and now the money is even, you know, the greater. And, the, and so that ability to promote resilience and innovation in 20 minutes twice a day, it's invaluable. So, I mean, that's what Giselle is just, she can't stop talking about, about TM and um, same with Carly and some of the top designers, same thing, same thing. But even a mom who's listening to this, you know, for whatever reason at home, or, uh, you know, a, a business person, or anyone, someone who's got a family who's trying to figure out how to handle their teenage kid, it's still, you need creativity, you need resilience, you need innovation. Otherwise, you're going to get buried. Okay, so let's talk about how meditation... Is answering your question? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let's talk about how meditation can help me with my creativity, Great. helping to activate that innovation center. Great, so I love this. So we're gonna talk about the brain for just a moment, okay? okay? You make a fist and you put your fist right up to your forehead. Right behind your forehead is something called the prefrontal cortex. That's your frontal lobes, that's your executive functioning, that's the CEO of your brain. And that is the part of your brain that gets things done. It's <clears throat> problem solving, decision making, organizing, um, planning, and your own sort of sense of self, resilience. So, you know, if somebody says, 
oh, Bob, you know, that's a stupid idea. We don't like go and mope in the corner. We just sort of, I have a good sense of self and I can handle that and move on. So that's called the prefrontal cortex or the attention network of your brain. Second part of your brain that's relevant in creativity is called the imagination center, actually. Its technical term, less exciting, is called the default mode network. Default mode network. And that's a network of the front of the brain and the back of the brain. And it's the part of your brain that's quietly humming along when you're not concentrating, when you're not focusing. And when you push away from your computer and you say, I gotta take a break here, then that part of your brain even gets more active. And that's the wandering mind. When you're taking a shower and you have a good idea, mm -hmm. that default mode network, the imagination center gets sort of enlivened. When you've been pressing too hard to solve a problem, someone says, you know, you just gotta get away. Let's go out to dinner, let's see a movie because this part of your brain then gets to take over. So that's the, that's the past and present and future, the whole thing. Now, the creative process in most people is you have an idea, so that's the imagination center, and then you put pen to paper, and, then you fo and that's the attention, that's the CEO. Then you make it happen, and then you have the imagination. So one is turned on or the other is turned on. And so my imagination center's turned on, now I'm just sort of thinking, brainstorming, just brainstorming, and the attention, the prefrontal cortex is shut down, or vice versa. Now I'm working, don't bother me, I don't wanna hear any options, I gotta get this down. Creative people have both networks operating at the same time. Wow. It's not an either or. So you have the good ideas flowing while you're focused and you're focused and you're not shutting off the good. So that means when you're working on something and you're in a better idea, you, oh, that's even a better idea. Rather than doing the whole thing and I'm doggedly doing it and then someone says, you know, Bob, that really wasn't such a great idea. I have that realization as I'm doing it. So that, having them both at the same time, and that's what transcendental meditation does. As opposed to say a mindfulness technique, and mindfulness are fine, but it, in Transcendental Meditation, you settle down to that field of pure creativity within, so it awakens and enlivens both levels. That answer your question? Yeah, it actually brings me to my next question, which is, there are different types of meditation, yeah. right? And um, so I studied Vipassana meditation. Wonderful technique. Which is like a mindfulness kind of meditation, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Can you explain what the different, I think there's three yes. main types of meditation. <clears throat> Can you explain yeah what they are and what makes them different? Because I don't think everyone always, everyone thinks meditation is this like monolithic thing. There's right, actually right, right. all sorts of yeah, meditation. Exactly right. So for a long time, they thought that all meditations were the same. And they just didn't matter what you did, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever. And then brain research came along. And brain research, back to the brain, um, started looking at, okay, well, every experience changes your brain in a different way. So if you're doing Vipassana meditation, let's see if it's a different experience, different practice, different mechanics, it should change your brain in one way. If you're doing uh, body scans in mindfulness, it should change your brain in another way, transcendental meditation in another way. And they found out, they take all the legitimate forms of meditation, they come to three basic types. Okay. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you feel like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. And not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Have you ever owned something that inspired you to up your game? For me, I got a chef-grade range recently, and now I'm cooking new things every single night. Seriously, no cuisine is off-limits. The point is, when we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. I can picture myself with a car full of groceries, cruising down the highway, soaking up the sun with the available dynamic sky panorama glass roof. Ah, pure bliss. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX, luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Before I get to that, I want to give a model or an an analogy. The analogy is of an ocean. Waves on the surface of the ocean, you're on a little boat, you're in the middle of the ocean out there, and all of a sudden you get very turbulent waves. You could rightfully think, oh my God, the whole ocean is in upheaval. But if you did a cross section, you'd realize you got 30 foot waves, but the ocean in reality is over a mile deep. And while the ocean may be turbulent on the surface by nature, the ocean is silent by nature at its depth. And so I use that analogy for the mind. Surface of the mind, the thinking mind, is like those waves. And they call it the monkey mind. I like to call it the gotta, 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 gotta mind. I said this to you when I gave the talk. I gotta do this and I gotta do that and I got eight million things to do. So, three basic types of meditation. First type is called focused attention and vipassana can be part of that. And it's a kind of a concentration form of meditation. It is the waves, the, the waves on the surface of the ocean are seen to be the enemy of calm. And so if you could stop the waves, you'd have a calm ocean. 
and, and by analogous, the, the thoughts are the enemy of calm. So if I could stop my mind from thinking, clear my mind of thoughts, I'd have calm. When I do that, it creates something called, you don't have to write this down at home, gamma brain waves. 20 to 50 cycles per second. When you're studying and focused and you're really focused on something and writing and you got a lot of gamma brain waves going on because you're really focused. Second type of meditation called open monitoring. And open monitoring is more of a sort of a mindfulness observational tool, technique. And that is now thoughts themselves are not the bad Is this too much detail? No. Okay. Thoughts themselves are not the bad guy. The content of thoughts can be the bad guy. So if I have a thought about Joe, and I don't know any Joe, it's not upsetting. But if Joe done me wrong yesterday or 20 years ago, and I hear Joe, then... It's like a trigger. That's a trigger. Exactly right. So in mindfulness, or open monitoring, and many mindfulness techniques do this, we learn how to disengage. We learn how to be an observer, a witness, an uninvolved witness. So now I'm in the present. With the name Joe comes up, I'm not back 20 years ago, or I'm not worried about a meeting that I'm going to have with Joe next week <clears throat> and concerned. I'm just in the present. And for that, there are many mindfulness techniques. You can do a breathing, mindfulness breathing, mindfulness talking, mindfulness walking. Um, there can be body scans where you, you sense different emotions in your body. When you do that, it's like observing the waves rise and fall. Successes and failures. I observe rise and fall. But to me, that's part of Vipassana too, yes. right? So when we were... Vipassana is both. It's both. And there's, okay. there's a, there's a, there are some folk, like there are certain Zen meditations where you concentrate and you focus your attention. So Vipassana can be seen as a mindfulness technique that bridges both of those. Okay. But when, they, when you're doing pure one, pure concentration, that creates gamma brain waves when you're more in that observational mode. Mm -hmm. Then that, that's called theta brain waves, which is six to eight cycles per second. That's almost a dream onset. That's just sitting back and just mm -hmm. cruising. And what I find so helpful about that when I do it in the morning is that it just makes me aware of emotions or yes. feelings that I might have. And if I don't take that time, I don't even, I'm not even aware that I have maybe got those emotions or something might not be right or something might be amazing. Right. And it means I don't enter my day with that awareness and then I bring that energy or that emotion into all of my interactions. Yeah, it, it, you, 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 it pollutes things without even knowing. This gives you a chance to sort of put them in perspective and address them as, not only at first thing, but as you go along, you have that as a reference. So sure. it's absolutely, this is not, when I go through this, this is like I'm a big believer I don't like siloing. I don't like, and I said this before during the talk, I don't like, oh, I do um, TM so I don't need to do mindfulness, or Vipassana, or I do Vipassana, or do I, need, I don't need to do body scan. If they're effective, they're tools in a toolbox. It's a big world out there. I think we should incorporate into our routine mm -hmm. effective tools that work. Like if you're trying to get healthy and maybe you're gonna go on vitamins, you know, well, I just do vitamin D. Well. Hello, that don't make sense. You can also take vitamin C and you can take vitamin A. So it just, what's lovely is the research is coming along that says, oh, this is the outcome for this and this is the outcome for that. And this is how they could be supportive mm -hmm. of one another. So we have focused attention, open monitoring. And the third is called self-transcending. Okay. Self-transcending, when that's transcendental meditation, that is in, in, in 
we go back to that analogy of the ocean, waves on the surface, and the ocean is silent at its depth. So in transcendental meditation, we hypothesize that deep within every human being, right now and at all times, there's a level of the mind right now where the mind is already calm, perfectly calm and settled and yet wide awake, source of our creativity source of our energy, my own quiet self. That's the hypothesis. And it's not a stretch because we know there's a vertical dimension to our mind. We know we feel things deeply. We love deeply. We um, are passionate about things on a deep level. And so in Transcendental Meditation, we access, you could call the source of thought. We don't mind the waves on the surface. We don't even have to worry about them. We just effortlessly settle down and access pure silence, pure stillness, my own pure creativity, my own inner self. And that's done with Transcendental Meditation through the use of a mantra. But when you do that, you have a completely different brainwave pattern. Just like open monitoring and, and focused attention, you have something called Alpha One, which is the creative brainwave pattern. Ah, so is that why so many people in fashion seem to be drawn to transcendental yeah. meditation. But they're drawn to transcendental meditation, but they also know, you know, I always say to someone, fine, meditate first thing in the morning, 20 minutes, but if things get really intense at two in the afternoon, take a few minutes and do a body scan. Take a few minutes and do a breathing that you learn from mindfulness. No, it's, it's, it, not only is it fine, it's useful. But that's why they're drawn to it, because that is that field of pure creativity, my own settled, silent self at the depth of the ocean. And when I do that, and this is going back to what we were saying at the beginning, I have this alpha one, which is eight to 10 cycles per second, which is a sign of deep center, settledness and wide awake. But I wake up these creative centers in the brain, but going back to the resilience. You ever heard of cortisol? Yeah. Yeah. Stress. Yeah. It's a stress hormone. So what they find is um, cortisol levels on average will drop when you get a good night's sleep by about 10 to 12%. But cortisol levels drop on average by 30 to 40% when you meditate for 20 minutes. Wow. On average. Now some meditations, it may not be that deep. Other meditations can be even deeper, but on average, and that's published research. And that just shows that we're hardwired for this mechanism to take, just think of TM as profound rest at will. So we're hardwired for that. I can teach a 10-year-old child with ADHD, who, or even autism, who couldn't sit with her or his eyes closed for a, a minute without going nuts, and they do TM for, if they're 10 years old, for 10 minutes and they love it. So there's no work on this, very easy. It sounds so My impenetrable to me, here. the transcendental meditation. So if someone, is using why, a, why, why a is mantra. Well, I just this is good. So how how like how do you get started with someone? So okay. some you know so one of these amazing clients that you have, and you have all these like incredible, incredibly creative, like successful people, and they come to you because even incredibly creative, successful people need like yourself. Exactly. People yeah. we, people need help, right? Yeah. So like, when you sit down with someone for the first time, how do you? How do you get them into transcendental? First, meditation? what I do is I I explain one more thing, and then. So the question is, because we know Vipassana and some meditations can be work. You know, it's, there's, there's work, in, it's, there's an effort involved, right? Yeah. There's an effort. So transcendental meditation, to access that tender field of pure creativity, 
is effortless. Really? No effort, 100%. Even 1% effort is not TM. It's 100% effortless, and I'll explain how that works. You're sitting in a room, and you're listening to some really dreadful music. And in the other room, some of the most exquisite, mu exquisite music you've ever heard in your life comes on. Where does your attention go? Turn this horrible music off, turn that up. Or you go, you're at a cocktail party and you're stuck in the corner in just a, a, just a mind-numbing conversation. And ten, five feet away is a really interesting conversation. Where's your attention drawn to? Or you go on vacation and you bring two books and one book is terrible and you can't read it, the other book is great. Hours go by effortlessly. So the mind is effortlessly drawn to something more satisfying. It's not, well, you know, in your industry, you write things that are going to capture people's attention. Fashion, do something that captures people's attention. If people have to work at liking what you've got, you're in trouble. They just have to, their attention is just drawn. Inside is a really wonderful field, my own self. And so in transcendental meditation, rather than on those waves, trying to stop waves and manipulate. I like to use the example, you're teaching a child how to dive. They're standing by the side of the pool, nothing is happening. You set up the initial condition, conditions. You say, honey, just bend over, stand like that, bend over like that, then gravity takes over. You don't have to work at it after that. So if I were to teach you to meditate, do TM, I would do two things. You would come to me, Transcendental Meditation is not taught out of a book. It's not a mass meditation. It's not, well, we can learn about it from a book, and this book does a wonderful job of setting up the conditions, but it's not a mass meditation. And so what happens is, I would give you a mantra, which is a simple word or a sound that in TM has no meaning. And this, this sound that I would give you, a nice sound, over 5,000 years old. Is it the same sound for no, everybody? No, there's dozens. But there's not seven billion. Like we all have red blood, but some people are type A, some people yeah. are type O. So I give you a, sound, a mantra, and then I teach you how to use it so effortlessly that like that, without any work, literally within a few minutes, the attention is turned within, and you just settle down, and you would say to me, oh my God, I had no idea. When you said this was easy, I had no idea. Oh, how I really want to try that, Bob. Yeah, yeah. I really want you to do it. Yeah, and and that that's the thing. It's like, so I teach a ten-year-old kid. Now a ten-year-old kid in the South London or Bronx never heard of meditation. Not into New Age mumbo jumbo. I mean, as I told you before, I'm a very skeptical person. I'm not your typical woo-woo meditation teacher guy. And so, and the beautiful thing about this is you can be 100% skeptical and it works fine. So I teach a 10-year-old child and I give that child a mantra and I teach them how to use it silently and he or she says the same thing after a few minutes. I had no, wow. The first thing you notice is how relaxing it is. It's remarkable. How do you decide which mantra to give to which person? There's three things that are involved. When, um, to become a teacher, a certified TM teacher, professionally trained. Um, it's about a six month right now in residence training program. But so person, when I went to learn, I fill out a simple interview form that you would fill out basic stuff about yourself. That's the first thing. Second thing is um, your teacher would meet with you for a few minutes. And then the third thing is that training. 
And it's not, again, woo-woo, oh, you have that aura or something. Just like the, this blood specialist doesn't go, oh, I'm going to read your aura, you're type A, you're type O blood. But there's basic stuff based on what the person learns, but it varies. Um, and then the person gives you the mantra. But the interesting thing is, some people feel like the mantra is like a, an aspirin. Oh, I have a headache, just give me an aspirin, it'll go away. So they think, just give me your mantra, and then I've got it. It takes me a minute to give you the mantra. But TM has taught over four days for an hour a day each day. So you, in those four days, you learn how to use it properly. Basically how not to strain. Basically how not to hammer away to at it. To make it effortless. To make it, yeah. I, I teach in New York and I remember some New Yorker said to me, well, this thing is so effortless, why does it even take four days? And I said... It's a typically well, New York attitude. And I said, well, we're New Yorkers. We don't even know what the word effortless means. We don't. We push. And we have to push to get stuff done. So this is an unlearning. It doesn't take long, but it takes the four days, an hour a day. And then you've got it for the rest of your life. And the other good thing is, when you learn TM, you have a teacher. Some of these other things who you can ask questions and get further guidance and instruction. Lots of things you sort of self-learn online. But this, you know, that, this, you have a teacher. And I point that out in the book, the value of that. Okay. I'm giving you long answers, I apologize. Well, this is a podcast, which is why oh, oh, oh. we do it this way, so you can speak as long as you like. And then you can edit it back. We're not going to edit anything <coughs> out, because I like the full... That's what I love about podcasts. Yeah, it's people, really you, know, you lose a little bit in like just taking little quotes yeah, yeah. here and there. You just let people... But I would, I would love... I would either teach you, or there's a, there's a wonderful... Another great teacher here in London who could teach I you. I would love that. I yeah. would absolutely love that. So two practical bits of advice that I'd love to get from from you for our for mm -hmm. our listeners here at BOF we've started doing daily meditation in the office great <clears throat> which has been really nice as a um, you know for a lot of people they weren't really familiar with meditation we've been doing meditation at 1 p.m. every day but like what do you advise to companies or to, to people managing companies about how they might bring the benefits of meditation into the work space so first of all I think it's great you're doing that <clears throat> I think it's great that you are Telling people in your, in your culture, BOF culture, that silence or calm is uh, an integral part of a busy, successful life. So you are to be congratulated and you are ahead of the pack, but there are more companies following what you're doing. <clears throat> I would, if I were you, I would offer your employees Transcendental Meditation, give the instruction as an option. They could learn this, you know, so they have a teacher that can, but this is only if you want to, so they have a skill that they carry with them and they do morning and afternoon for the rest of their life, whether they continue here or no matter what's going on in their life. It's a skill set they'll have for life. It's a gift. So I would do that. And I would also, in that time, Take, take a few minutes, and I go through it in the book, but it's everywhere. Why the importance of this? You know, we are, we are living, this is an epidemic. It's killing us. It's not just going to go away. Where we are today, this stress epidemic, five years from now, it's going to be much, much worse. And, uh, you know, some of the ramifications, and they should take meditation seriously. It's no longer a luxury. If a person had high blood pressure, dangerously high blood pressure, they wouldn't just dabble online with something. 
they'd find a, a, you know, a doctor, a trained person to do a proper diagnosis and a proper prescription. Well, we've got the equivalent of mental high blood pressure. And we shouldn't just dabble. We should be serious about it. So I, I would, not fear-based, but I'd congratulate them for taking the time and I would give them uh, resources to find out either on their own or like we did Oprah Winfrey, we taught all 400 of her employees. I'm about to do that with Gwyneth Paltrow, all 100 of her of Goop employees. And more and more people are doing that because they feel this TM, because this is a gift they can give back to their employees and it's gonna be a gift that just comes back to a healthier, more productive company. Amazing. And if I'm an individual and I'm on my own and my company hasn't yet thought about this or embraced this, what can I do as an individual sitting at home or listening right now and on the way to work or in the in Great a cab. Like, what can I do? Start right away with something. I mean, ultimately I would, you can get the book, Strength and Stillness, although I'm not hyping it, but you get the book as a resource for you. Um, go online and explore. But the meditation, don't just look for pretty pictures you know, and claims. There, there should be, like again, if you, ha if you had some disorder, an eating disorder, you wouldn't just look for a website that had pretty pictures. You'd want to have data, because this is serious. Any meditation that's got research to back up the, the claims. And I also think a certified teacher is important. So I would look into that. You can go to tm.org. It's a nonprofit organization, and you can say you're in the UK, and they can tell you the names of centers wherever you are. And in the meanwhile, take 10 minutes out of your day and just take 10 minutes. Listen to beautiful music, lie down, don't strain when you're doing it, don't make yourself crazier like trying to stop your mind from thinking that just makes you think more. But start incorporating moments of, of stillness into your day, but not so much that it becomes burdensome and then take it seriously and, and learn to meditate from a, you know, from a person who knows what they're doing. Like you. Like, like me or like fortunately, when it comes to TM, there are other certified teachers, but yeah, th th yeah, like someone like me right. because I care about the people and I've spent 45 years teaching it because I think it can make a better world. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Bob, for coming in. It's, um, I always feel, very inspired when I talk to you, even though meditation has long been part of my own um, personal journey and my maybe not everyday habit, but regular habit. Um, it just always helps to talk to someone who's... Can I say one more thing? Sure. I want to congratulate the, the fashion industry because the fashion industry is the, the fashion leaders are not just meditating for themselves but I head up the David Lynch Foundation, filmmaker David Lynch. Yeah. And the fashion industry is getting together to raise support to bring this program to inner city school kids for free, bring TM to inner city school kids, women and children who are survivors of domestic violence. I know Stella McCartney and Daisy Moore, I mean Daisy Lowe, Stella McCartney, Daisy Lowe and uh, Liv Tyler in, in the UK are working. They want to bring this to thousands of women and also working in HIV centers in San Francisco, the San Francisco AIDS Foundation, and working to prevent 
and address the opioid epidemic. So they're really not just saying, okay, this is for me and I'm more creative. They're looking at people in need. Sure. And I'm really grateful to their support because they've taken a real lead in this of all the other industries. Yeah, and, and you know, our industry is so visible now um, and people like you know, Stella and Carly and others, there's, they have such big followings that they can help further understanding. Exactly right. You know? exactly right. Um, it's really been inspiring to just see how meditation is now used in prisons and in schools and in all sorts of situations. So, um, but even for those of us who might not have those grave circumstances, um, it can be really, really life transforming. And some of us have incipient life uh, grave circumstances. You know, even if we're in our 20s, then that's where the seeds are being sown. Totally. And the, and, and the world is not getting any friendlier. Well, so. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I, I said I gave a talk to our team last year on my, my meditation experiences and I was explaining like I was 29 years old and I was so stressed out and so unhappy and so frustrated and it wasn't until I you know took time away from work three months spent some time studying meditation that I was really able to get clarity yes. about what I want and yes. I really believe that BOF wouldn't exist had I not you know gone and done that meditation because I wouldn't have the courage to have done it so those things, so someone once said that the keys to success once you have a good idea are conviction and persistence. And conviction I see as a very sort of vertical thing. I believe in BOF deeply. It just feels just deeply. So there's a conviction. But it's not just conviction and it's gone. It's that conviction horizontally over time, persistence. I'm staying with it. And it's in a relationship. I believe in this relationship. I'm sticking with it. There's ups and downs and I'm sticking with it. And so you are, you have the three components. You had a great idea from your time off. The, the imagination network got awakened. You have that ability to have that focus, pen to paper, make it happen. So you have, so you have that and you have the conviction and the persistence. And I always am happy to be around you. You have a wonderful meditative air about you. Thank you, Bob. Yeah. And I enjoy being around you too. And I'm gonna take you up on trying TM because I've never and it co it'll complement what you're doing. Yeah, I That's mean, I've tried, thing. I've obviously done the other forms of meditation, but maybe it's time for me to take it to the next level and go after that creativity. Yeah, to the right. transcendent experience. You know, we're always looking for transcendence. Yeah. We look for that in, in relationships, in art, in music, in life. And so this is accessing transcendence on a regular basis. But thank you very much. All right, thank you, Bob. Really enjoyed this. Um, that's all for Inside Fashion this week. I'm Imran Ahmed, founder and CEO of the Business of Fashion here in snowy Canada-like no, Canada or Siberia-like London. Um, and uh, we'll be back next week with another episode of Inside Fashion on the BOF podcast. If you enjoyed listening to Bob as I did today, don't miss the talk that he gave at Voices 2016. It was one of my favorite moments from Voices. Uh, and you'll learn a lot more about um, what meditation can do for you in your daily life. So that's all for us now. See you later, Bob. Thank you very much. All right, bye. Out into the snow. <laughs>
Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash BOF, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash BOF to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash BOF. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.